Uh, what's good, people? I am uh, currently in Austin, Texas. Actually, probably by the time you hear this, I am probably in Dallas. We had this trip where I, I took the family to uh, Austin, Texas for Altercation Comedy Festival. This is my third year going. My wife basically like, you just going to go to Texas three times. I've never been to Texas. You know, your, ki- your kids, you know, <laughs> you know, you in an argument when you bring up the kids and they ain't even part of the conversation. Your kids ain't never been to Austin, Texas. Okay. <laughs> your, your son never seen a rattlesnake i don't know we decided to make it kind of a family vacation where we just kind of did a road trip there i wanted to go ahead and put this episode out so that we had two episodes because i'm taking next week off quick things my uh, my show is uh this saturday at 7 p.m it's the all headliner showcase which is just a huge honor and I'm going to go ahead and share this because the first year for the Altercation Comedy Festival, I just tagged along with fellow comedians Dante Powell and Bernard Bell. Had an incredible time. And I wasn't even on the fest, didn't even apply. So I told myself I'm going to go home and apply. I'm going to make it in to this festival, which I did last year. Made it in, had a good time. Bernard couldn't join us, so it was just me and Dante. We made the trip. Listen, like comedians are, are dope, but the time in the car going to gigs like that that sort of bonding experience it's unlike anything else that i know it it's i guess the closest equivalent would be the green room conversations which sometimes i like to capture and put it out for the before the stage episodes but this year i decided i'm not going to apply to any comedy festivals i just wanted to take a break i applied to let me take that back I, i did apply to one it was the the comedy the des moines comedy Festival that I, I've talked about a couple of times, had Matthew Jacobson on. He is uh, the guy that runs that. JT, uh, the guy who runs Altercation, he reached out to me and was like, hey, do you want to you wanna do a spot on the fest? I'm like, uh, uh, of course. This is, <laughs> this, is, this is the best comedy festival that I've ever been to. There's a lot of reasons, but the main ones is really the collection of comedians. When you are around some of the best comedians in the country. It really helps you gauge where you are. It helps you understand it's not just about being the best in in North Iowa or or Iowa or or the region. You know, it's it's like it's 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 bigger. It was I'm obviously the networking opportunity is, is really dope, but just to be around that, amongst that, included in that, I think is is a huge elevation to, you know, not only myself, but I think the other comedians who truly get a chance to experience it so with that being said he invited me i was like absolutely it's just a huge honor so i'm looking forward to it if you can make it out if you're in the area if you know anybody send them that way because it is a very fucking funny (laughs) few days in austin texas uh with that tickets on sale you can go to my link tree i'm i'm also kind of lately been really enjoying the time with the family like so we we have paramount plus we're like hey uh, my son got into this movie called oh he got into this video game called five nights at freddy's which you know is one of those like what is this hey here's a quick shout out to a local photographer and all-around creative type clayton moritz he has two instagram profiles a personal and a professional the personal all one word that guy who walks around town he has a dark room link in his bio with prints for sale. I first met Clayton at a peaceful protest following the murder of George Floyd back in 2020. Even last year, he took pictures at our reproductive rights march that we held in Mesa City, Iowa. He just has the ability to capture the moment. You know, like one of those, like, hey, I want to frame this. His other 
Instagram page is Bramble Jamps, which I will definitely spell out the name in the episode description. <laughs> I don't even know what your Bramble Jamps is, but look, if you need a cool picture for the office, spare bedroom, you just need a fun gift idea, contact Clayton and please tell him they sent you. Five Nights of Freddy concept is pretty dope. I will give them that. It's the animatronic. It plays into that. Like, uh, what if, you know, Chuck E. G. just starts murdering people? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, we're kids. Like, we don't. This is a friend. You know what I mean? Like, what if Barney was a was a mass murderer? What, so with that being said, the, the game that we actually played is called Security Breach, which is by far the best of its product. The the earlier versions of the game was you're a security guard and you're in a, I don't know, office. You would check cameras and then like the animatronics, they would they would move or they wouldn't be where you last saw them. You had to basically survive five nights. They were very like, hey, we, we never really seen this before. That's where the popularity grew. Then they started adding a backstory. But by the time we played Security Breach, it was a lot of jump scares, a lot of like we, we definitely got invested. I'll say that. But like my son, he very much like I'm into this, then I'm into this, then I'm into this. And he keeps and I mean, like he changed his Halloween costume, I think every year, like at least six times, which is why my wife will she refused to buy him like his first four options. Like whatever he says, hey, I want to do this. Hey, I want to get a cut. Nope. She likes to wait <laughs> to about uh, a week and a half to two weeks before Halloween before boom. This is what this is it. Final decision. So he's going to Bendy, which is, again, another video game, kind of a survival horror. Um, not as scary, but it has its moments. Anyway, so this this we, we go to see a movie. I, I, I don't know what movie we me and my oldest went to go see. And we saw a poster for Five Nights at Freddy's. And then we eventually see this trailer and he kind of starts getting back into it. He, he, you know, buys we buy the toys or the action figures. He has like a little collection. We get Paramount Plus, I think for football like they gave it to us for like we got it for a month free and i was like we gonna cancel this we don't there's nothing on this <laughs> on this fucking stream and, and they're like hey you want two free months we're like fine and then you know our oldest is like hey, i want to go to the movie theater i want to experience this in a movie and i'm like logically and financially if we can watch a movie at home instead of going to a movie theater and spending money and buying popcorn let's do that so we did do that we stayed home the whole family watched it uh my mom came over and then the next day my wife, I had a show, took him and his best friend to the movies so they can watch it in a movie theater, have that movie theater experience. Um, when I tell you this movie was absolutely terrible, like I, I don't know where to begin. <laughs> it's 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 also bad. But here, here's the kicker. Uh, the budget for the movie was was 20 million. They did almost 80 million. It was a domestic box office success. Part of it is absolutely the younger generation, it being a PG-13 movie, being able to go see this. My oldest enjoyed it. I mean, we're like 15 minutes in. He's like, this is the best movie of my life. And I'm telling you, like, <laughs> the first 15 minutes is absolutely trash. Like, it's, it's, it's all so bad. And I'm wondering if when they sat down, they were like, let's make a movie for the 10 to 16-year-old gap. There's, there's also many plot holes there's a lot of shit that don't make sense there's it's also obvious who like the bad person or the bad guy is and, and like 
<laughs> there's there's very little mystery. My three-year-old, she ended up watching the entire thing. Like, she was with it. Uh, there was parts that did scare her. There was also parts where they would play music. She'd get up and dance. And she does pretty well. Even when we play the scary games, like, she's always in the room. She, like, she'll crawl up next to me and, you know, put a blanket or a pillow kind of close to her face. But she's in it to win it. My middle child, he's five. He is like, look, I'm I'm, I'm done. Part of it was like, hey, uh, this stuff is kind of scary. But the other part is like, he just don't really do movies like that. Like when you, uh, he may have ADD. I feel like we haven't talked about that. I'm going to talk to his mom about that. But like to sit him down, the only movie that he sat down and really paid attention to was very like engaged in the entire time was the Super Mario Brothers movie, which is why I really enjoyed that movie experience. Because if I mentioned, I think I said on the podcast, I took the family, we went to go see the Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse or across the Spider-Verse, which is now on Netflix, which I still have not seen the end of the movie because we took the whole family and they wowed the fuck out. Like it was, it was an experience where for the first time I had to leave the movie theater, like mid movie, we paid popcorn, can't like, no, we let's go. It was a packed theater. It was anyway. So we we crowd around, we put this movie on. I forgot what the runtime is, but it felt like an hour too long. It was just one of those movies where like, I don't know if it's a cash grab. I don't, I, I mean, the movie is an hour and 49 minutes. It, this movie could have been, it could have been like 22 minutes and you would have been like, all right, it's not, you know, it's not that bad. I mean, like midway in these animatronics just start talking. These animatronics like, yeah, nigga, we talk. Hey, what's going on, Abby? Abby, if, if there's any light, of the movie it is by far the little girl in it uh she plays abby who is this little sister uh her name is piper rubio she's a she's, she's the sister of the main character mike who is uh josh uh hutcherson he's in the hunger game movies and then there was a familiar face uh elizabeth uh she plays vanessa who is a popular known character in the in the video game but i remembered her because she was in the first season of you if you guys have ever watched that, it's one of those Netflix shows that's not great, but it's kind of good. And if you watch it, you can get hooked because I watched the first season. And I was like, all right, this is like a young Dexter. And then I watched the second season like this is absolutely terrible. But then I had already watched two seasons. So when the third season came out, I'm like, let me watch the third season. And that was its best season, if you ask me. And then the fourth season came out and I couldn't make it through half of it. So anyway. Hey, it's me, Dave Peace. I would love for you to come to a show, and that might not be possible. Like, I may be doing a show, and it's not in your city or your state, and you still want to listen to my comedy or watch my comedy. You can go on YouTube and watch my first comedy special, Peace of Mind, or you can listen to one of my two or both of my comedy albums that are streaming on Spotify, Apple Music, uh, everywhere you listen to music. Uh I'm pretty hilarious, if I can be honest with you. And uh, I love putting out this work at this point in my career. And again, if you've never seen you, me live, just, you know, due to geography, uh, those are other ways that you can uh, listen to my comedy and let me know what you think. Welcome back to the episode. It's a ba- it's a very generic movie. <laughs> Mike, the main character, beats up this dude who uh, he thought was kidnapping a, a kid, but it turned out to be his kid. And he didn't just like tackle him or like punch him. He like fucks him up. 
Okay, like it's it's like I mean, and this movie does a terrible job of really like they they do this thing where they're like, hey, you know, this person's about to be murdered, but I'm going to cut away right at the murder part. And sometimes that works. But there's a scene where he's punching his dad like at least nine times. And I like I don't <laughs> I don't know if his if he's landing good hits if he, you know <laughs> I mean his his fist doesn't get bloody so I, I don't I mean if I if you hit somebody nine times in the face and there's no blood I think you're doing a poor job and then there are some elements of the video game in there so I'm assuming if you love the video game and I know you may not love this movie but if you love the video game there are some things like some Easter eggs and things that you kind of get out of it. I like I watched this movie from my couch and I felt like I was robbed. Like like I wanted my money back. This this is probably the first movie review where I, I I'm gonna go F. I mean if I'm if I'm being nice, F plus, but I don't know <laughs> I don't know I don't know if that's a good thing. Like I don't know if you like go out on a date or if you have sex and be like, hey, this was it wasn't an F minus, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I feel like anyway. Getting to the getting back to the point, I'm, it's an it's an F. It was a waste of time. It wasn't good. It, the the acting is terrible. There's no tone. Like there's no build up. It's a weird relationship dynamic with Mike, the older brother, and his sister Abby. Because you intro, like when you first meet them, I thought that 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 was his daughter, which makes sense. I don't know why they didn't go that route. <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen this movie. If you're going to see this movie, please don't. But if you did, please let me know what you think. Because sometimes, on occasion, I'll make a comment on Facebook and I'll say I like something or I don't like something. And then there'll be someone that'll be like, well, I liked it or I didn't like it. And I'm like, I don't trust your opinion. <laughs> like, like, what's your thoughts on Israel? Like, I, I don't, if I say this movie is terrible and you're like, oh, I actually liked it. I'm like, okay. Like, uh, this person wears two tube socks on at once during the summer. Uh, that's my movie review for this. Uh, again, I, I want to say, but this movie, I'm assuming had a lot of creative differences and they just kind of settled on what can help us make as much money as possible. That's the episode. Thank you guys for listening. I will talk to you very soon. I'm going to take next week off, but I will be back in two weeks. But I do want to take a, a second to uh, give some shout outs to some sponsors and some people that I've recently had uh, the the privilege of reading ads for. I appreciate you. Hey, just real quick, want to give a shout out to Shanor, Shamama the Underwire Slayer. You know how much I, you mean to me and I love you and your family and vice versa. Sarah, my first person that I met in Iowa, who I give a shout out to on the bonus episode that I did recently. Thank you. She's a, she's just, she's a dope person. And uh, I don't know. I, I can't wait to see you again. Love you and the family. Angelina Perez, Angie, who everybody, I don't I just love seeing Angelina. I just feel like, you know what it reminds me of now that I say it out loud, Vampirina. If any, <laughs> we got parents with young kids, Vampirina. Okay, anyway, I'm not saying you're a vampire woman, but you know how to say No, okay, that's stupid. I, probably, <laughs> I should probably cut that out. <laughs> Love you. Thank you very much. Red, over at the uh, the candy shop salon. Thank you. She, I, I was I was coming in town to do a show, and she was like, hey, swing by my, my shop. I want to... Uh, have you read an ad she gave me some money and i appreciate that as well as clayton who uh doesn't have like an official <laughs> like business name i was like hey what's the business name he's like I'm, you know, just just use my instagram handle so he's the one with the weird 
Brampo Jamps. I don't know. I don't even know if I'm saying it correctly. But again, you can also find him uh, as the guy that walks around town. All one word on Instagram. He makes uh, he takes some incredible shots. So I uh, just want to say thank you. Last but not least, I have my first official sponsor of the entire season. So I had a young lady that was like, hey, I'd like to sponsor uh, for the entire season, which we are planning to go all the way to June of 2024, where I'm going to be reading ads for this. And you're going to hear, hey, this episode is sponsored by because this young lady, uh, this young lady who I don't actually have a close relationship with was like, hey, I, I want to support, but I also have this really cool product. She just wrote a book that she just put out which just officially went on sale this week called How to Afford Everything. Uh, so shout out to Darla Bishop. When you hear the next episode, you'll hear the ads. Uh, you'll hear me, you know, giving this young lady a shout out because that's what it sort of takes to to keep this podcast up and running and then upgrading and, and you know, trying to do bigger and better things. So thank you guys as always. Sometimes it's very small. Sometimes I've had people like, hey, this is all that I have. It, it makes a difference, believe it or not. So I'll talk to you next week. Peace. Thank you.